what would you suggest, I guess, for a lot of the people that are listening that that are feelers and are intuitive in a way? Should we be shutting that part off or listening to it more? Or or what do you think? Both. Yeah. You can't just say one thing fits every single human being because some people are really, really empathic. And if they're switched on all the time, they're just going to get sucked dry. And we see that all the time. People are just kind of energyless. You know, they just can't go out, couldn't go to the cinema or to a restaurant or to whatever because they're just getting drained left, right and center. So I think you've got to flip in and out. You've got to get that balance for who you are as a human. You've got to find what works for you. Same as nutrition, same as everything. You've got to get that balance, you know? What would you say to people who are scared of it? Scared of what? Scared of, you know, whether it's the empathic feelings or scared of maybe if they see or hear, um, whether it's spirit or energy, um, how would you kind of guide them to explore it in a way that they'll be able to metabolize it? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Again, everybody's different. Um, I mean, first of all, in every single situation, you get to choose love or fear. And most people are bouncing around in their heads and there's a 0.25 second window between stimulus and response. So if you're bouncing around in your head with all these thoughts, thinking about all of these bullshit things that go on inside your head and you see something, boom, you're going to react and go into fear. So it's about kind of conditioning people and training people to be here in their hearts and to live from this space. And then when you're here and you're living on that frequency of unconditional love 24 seven, you start to create space between you and everything that's happening in your environment. And that in alone is massively transformational because you start to create space between you and any kind of potential triggers, whether it's metaphysical or physical. They can just start to see it and observe it and take an observational standpoint and not let it trigger them. So you can use that in, a, in, your, in the physical 3D reality with other people and you can use it in the spirit world too. But there are other ways of training people too to kind of see energy, feel energy, get accustomed and acclimatized to energy. Yeah, and remove the fear from it. Yeah, I mean, fear is a choice. But the problem is with a lot of people is they're addicted to the fear or they're addicted to the trauma or the guilt or the rejection or the anxiety or whatever it is because the body likes the chemicals that the brain produces when something traumatic or something negative happens. So if someone has a traumatic event in their life, then the longer the refractory period goes on for, which is the kind of point in time of when the original trauma happens, uh, when they kind of stop thinking about it or whatever it could be, they could be stewing on it for 14 days or three months or seven years or whatever it is. The longer that refractory period goes on for, the deeper that trauma is embedded within the person's cells, in their DNA, in their consciousness. And it's harder to kind of release. So the body becomes more and more addicted like a crackhead or a cocaine addict. Mm. Completely. So you've got to retrain the body. Yeah. Because the body becomes the master. Yeah. And there's, I want to talk about so much there too, but I just want to open up and talk about meeting you in our session, you know, just to like lay the foundation for the community. And then also talk about your story before we go into like some of the 
amazing things that I wanted to get into because there's so much that you do that I'm really excited to to hear your thoughts and opinions on. But we were connected to you and we had a session a week ago, right? Mm -hmm. And within your session, you know, it was a session with both Lindsay and I, a healing session, and it was really profound. So I would like to talk about, you know, what you're doing in your healing, what sort of things you're channeling or how you protect yourself. And then we can talk about sort of what we saw in our healing and then um, go from there. Okay. Like, what's your process? Like, how do you get into the zone and what do you do to heal? Because people are like, people are really familiar with like Reiki healing or like energy work or acupuncture. So I'd love to hear about your process for healing. Okay. So first thing that I'll do in every single healing session is take some nice long deep breaths and then just drop into the space of my heart. So just access that frequency of love. And then from there, I ask a question and it's the same question in every single healing session. And that question is, please show me something I don't know to help me facilitate the healing of this incredible human being. And then by asking that question, you open yourself up to an infinite sea of possibility. A lot of people think, well, okay, I've been trained in this modality. It has a structure. So as soon as I start, I must put my hands on the crown chakra or the the pineal gland, or I've got to use these symbols and I've got to run the energy like this. But we don't work like that. Ours is like a game. So we ask that question and then we see what the universe presents to us. We then work with the information that's in the space. So if you look at disease or injury or illness as a symptom, and then you look at the trigger, which could be a past life, a parallel reality, something from from childhood as the cause, all you've got to do is remove the cause and the symptom disappears. So the body is a communication device that lets us know when something's out of alignment. And all you've got to do is find what created that misalignment. So what we do is we look at the information in the empty space, which is usually code. So it could be geometrical code. It could appear in, in the form of pictures and symbols. And then what we do is we change the imagery. We change the code. So if you look at the human body as a laptop, and that laptop's plugged into a hard drive, the hard drive could be a parallel reality or three parallel realities that are creating trauma, feeding that information stream into the human being's biological computer, their brain, and they're running these subconscious patterns, which creates the symptom. So what we do is we go in and we find the information that's stored on the hard drive and unplug it. And then they can't access that information anymore. We then plug in a new hard drive with new data, new information, new code, new streams of of, of light and information flow into into the biological computer. And that creates a physical change just like that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to take time. It's quick. It's rapid. So for people that don't know, what is what, what are the codes? Like, what does that mean when you say that? Okay, so if you look at the back end of a website, okay, the website's green, but in the back end, all you see is ones and zeros and hashes and tags and codes. So we're looking at code in the same way. We, we see code in the empty space. It's like it can be cubes, tetrahedrons, different geometrical shapes. The frequency of star magic is like this kind of, it's hard to kind of describe, but it's this code that's like a life. So what it looks like is a series of kind of numbers and letters and, and geometrical patterns at the top. And then you have these strips of, of, of like transparent light down the middle and then more code at the bottom. And it always comes in that formation. 
It looks a little bit like a jellyfish or, or a little man on a parachute. It's the only way I can describe it. There's pictures of it in my book, Star Magic, Heal the Universe. But when I went on this space, got taken up in this spaceship in 2009, they downloaded these codes into my crown chakra. And then two years later, I started seeing it everywhere in the empty space. And this is what we used to heal. So when people come to our trainings, we tune them into these frequencies and they get to be able to access it too. So when you can access this codes, which we train people to do, which is very easy and not hard, then they can just drop into the space of their heart, access this information and start to create the change in the quantum field, which then manifests in the physical 3D reality. And it doesn't have to take time. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose. And follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.